Welcome to Chapter 1 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Kathy Ross, CIO at Sacred Heart Health System and Providence Hospital. In this segment, Ross talks about how she juggles her dual CIO role, the operating model at Ascension that looks complicated on paper but seems to work very well, and what she expects to be the biggest challenge with the upcoming EHR replacement project. HealthSystemCIO.com podcasts are sponsored by Improvada, the healthcare IT security company ranked number one by class for secure messaging and single sign-on. Hi, Kathy. Thanks so much for your time this morning. Good morning, Kate. Thank you. To get things started, can you just give some uh, basic information about Sacred Heart, uh, you know, what you have in terms of hospitals, uh, bed size, ambulatory, things like that? Sure. Actually, I have two health systems. We're part of Ascension Health. Um, I have Sacred Heart Health System in home base in Pensacola, Florida, and I also have Providence Health System that's based in Mobile, Alabama. So I'm actually termed the Gulf Coast Market. So I have three hospitals that belong to the Sacred Heart Health System. One is in Pensacola, as I mentioned. One is in Emerald Coast, which is over in Sandestin area, and one is in Port St. Joe, down on the Gulf. Um, Also, as I mentioned, we have the one hospital that's in um, Mobile, Alabama. The primary hospital is in Pensacola is about 478 beds. Um, the smaller hospital in Emerald Coast is about 75 beds. We have like a safety net hospital or um, critical access hospital in, in the Gulf at 19 beds, and Providence is um, around 350 beds. Okay. So how does that work for you as far as um, uh, splitting your time uh, among the different facilities? Originally, it was very challenging. I've been doing it now for almost six years, and we operated totally independent. It was, even though we were both within Ascension, both health systems was part of Ascension, we still operated locally as independents. So I really had two sets of executives, two sets of IS steering committees. It was a challenge initially. Um, fortunately, I have very good directors that are on site at the two larger hospitals that run the day-to-day operations. So that really, really helped me to focus on the strategy of, of the health systems so that I could um, be more engaged at the executive level to make sure that what we were doing from an IS standpoint supported the business needs of both ministries. As time went on, it got much, much easier because I built the relationships and I I understood what the needs of the organization individually was, so it made it a lot easier. Um, With just this January, we are operating now with Providence as a Gulf Coast market, as I mentioned, so we will be more aligned with the business um, needs and functions between Providence Health System and Sacred Heart, so I, I anticipate that's going to be even easier than it has been so far. I mean, not to say it's easy, but it'll be easier. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And how long you, have you been in this role? I have been at Sacred Heart as a CIO for um, last November was eight years. Okay. A little over eight years. And I've been the CIO for the Gulf Coast Market for July will be six years. Okay. So then uh, when you took on that role, there was kind of an understanding that that was a, a big priority to, to, to get the, the Gulf Coast market to start operating less locally and, and more as one organization. 
from an IES standpoint, yes. And that's um, because the distance is not great. We're only an hour and a half from Providence, which from Sacred Heart's main hospital to the one in Sandestin is about the same distance. So the distance was not that great. We have a lot of people that live in between uh, Pensacola and Mobile and, and an area called Daphne. So it made it much easier for me to operate the IES department as a single department. I actually started doing that. Um, I was one of the first departments or functionality to do that. Since then, we have shared executives now for um, HR and for legal and other services that we kind of start with IES. Right. And Ascension as a whole now looks at the Gulf as a market, and we're working, like I said, more in alignment. That wasn't because of the IS, you know, starting that. That was because it makes, like I said before, we're so close we're, um, that we, it makes more business sense for us to operate together. Yeah. Okay. Did you have a role in putting in uh, the, the directors who are on site now at those different sites? Yes. Actually, I hired both of them. We have a great staff. I mean, that's one of the things that has made it so um, successful for me to be able to do it for both locations is because of not just the directors, but the staff that support them. We have an amazing staff. Okay. And now, um, in terms of Ascension Health, how does that, that work as far as that, that governance structure? Or uh, do you report to a CIO on that level, like the, uh, the system level? Actually, we do. Um, the way that the IES functionality is within Ascension is we're, we're our own separate subsidiary. So okay. we're, we're kind of like an IES company, if you will, within Ascension. So we have a CEO that's the national CIO, if you will, and we have two regional CIOs, and I report to a regional CIO. Okay, and who's that? Um, Tim Stedheimer. Okay. Everybody knows Tim. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that that's pretty unique how, how Ascension is structured. It is. We're a very unique company, and it's a it's a wonderful organization. It sounds um, on paper, it looks like it might be complicated, but in reality, it works very well. Okay. All right. So now for um, the hospitals that are that are part of Sacred Heart and, and Providence, what type of EHR systems are being used? We're currently in the process of um, doing a forklift replacement of both our EHR for the inpatient. We currently have McKesson Horizon. That system will be sunset in 2018. So we are now moving to Cerner, which is um, generally the re direction that, that um, we're going in from Ascension because the majority of the organizations have Cerner. So we just kicked that project off this month. So we've got a challenging 12 months ahead of us. Yeah, I was going to ask you just kind of uh, how that, at least at this point, looks to be mapped out. Um, it looks like it's going to be a 12 to, to 15 month implementation, and that's um, primarily the reason that it can be so quick because we're replacing everything is that because we're going to a standardized platform, which we're, we're terming, and I'm not sure if Cerner's termed this and, and reselling it as one chart, but within Ascension, we're doing a standard model, which is it helps for us to start um, standardizing across the health systems so that it, we can do more data analysis, do more focused on population health across all of our ministries. 
Um, so we, have, we currently have two health systems that are on the Cerner One chart. We have three health systems that's in this group. We have uh, Birmingham, um, Mobile, and Pensacola that we're doing another single project. Okay. Is there a decent amount of communication for, for the, um, the health oh, systems yes. that are already on it? Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, that's that's the great thing about being within Ascension. We are um, very helpful. We're family. Everybody helps everybody. Yeah. And I would imagine that because there are so many, you could kind of uh, pinpoint a hospital that that's somewhat near the the, the size and scope of uh, uh, you know maybe yours, and then see what uh, what challenges they had and kind of how to work through those. Absolutely. Absolutely, and with us starting on the one chart, and um, even though we have two health systems, not everybody is the same. I think we're going to be the first one that will have a children's, uh, a large children's focus, because we have a children's hospital within our hospital. So as we go up on that system, we will be helping with the future sites that have children's focus. Right. Okay. As far as uh, the replacement. Um, <clears throat> I know it's hard to say, but what, what do you anticipate will be maybe the, the toughest part or the most time-consuming uh, aspect of that? I think the biggest part is just managing the change that's going to be required and the business interruption. Um, we've had, you know, we've had a, an EHR in the hospitals for years. Physicians have been using CPOE and um, for years, and they're they're very comfortable with it. No matter whether they like it or not, they're comfortable with it. I think the biggest thing will be just the change. You know, um, humans inherently don't like change. I think that's going to be our biggest obstacle. I think we're going to have some challenges where the system will work better in some cases and not as well in some cases. So we'll have to work through that. But really, I think our biggest thing for for not just the physicians but the organization as a whole, because it will impact everyone, is just the amount of change that they'll have to do so quickly. Because it's the project is not one where you can ease into. You can't do a rolling implementation. It's a flip a switch and you're on it. So I think that's going to be the biggest challenge. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.